Are you in a waiting season? Having to trust God on a whole deeper level than you thought you would ever have to? Are you sitting, waiting, trusting, not knowing what comes next? We all have a waiting season, whether you're in one now or you're going to be in one, or lots of waiting seasons in our life some of us have. How are you waiting? Who are you trusting? What are you doing and speaking in the waiting? Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood. Until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Just a quick reminder, this is the last week to get your submissions in to win one of those free 30-minute coaching sessions. You don't have to struggle and try to figure it out on your own. Are you struggling with your daily tasks, your organization in your home, managing your kids, or working well alongside your husband? That can be hard. Maybe you're struggling balancing your busy mom life and your business. We can work through it together. Do you need some help with that nonprofit or business and getting it off the ground? If you have this burning desire to do something more with your life, but you don't know what it is or how you would even make time to do it when you have it figured out, I'm here to help you. I'm only giving away two free 30-minute sessions. So head on over, leave your review, take a screenshot of that review, and send it to me at Restored Mama Podcast at gmail.com, and you'll be entered to win. This is the last chance. This is the one chance you're going to get to be able to get it for free. After this, it goes back to the regular pricing, and it's just the free 10 minute calls to see if coaching is right for you. So don't miss this chance. I announce the winners next Monday, so this is your last chance. Go on and leave your review. Shoot me the email with that screenshot. I can't wait to announce next Monday. I missed last Wednesday. I'm so sorry for not following through. My episode I had planned, I decided to wait on that. If you've listened to any of my recent episodes, you have heard that we're moving. It's exciting because we know God is taking us on to the next chapter for our family, for our nonprofit, but it's also extremely challenging. What I'm going to say to you today, Mama, is not for sympathy. It's not for a woe is me. It's because I'm trusting God and I want you to be able to see how amazing he is through a challenging time and that he is worth trusting and clinging to in any season, even in those difficult waiting seasons. I want you to see my experience, what trusting in God and focusing on the right things can do for you, even when your situation doesn't change. I want to preface this episode with this note. I'm not here to complain. I'm not here for anything other than to share the goodness of God in those difficult situations and to help you trust him in any season. Okay, here we go. Last week was rough. I actually had a different trusting God episode ready to go, but I decided to hold off. I just wasn't in the right headspace to be able to record it and be honest with you in my words. 
I don't even know how to describe what was happening. I was down, frustrated, and just really completely worn down. We moved less than a year ago, and now we move again in two months, and we have no place to move to. We have family we can stay with. We have a place we can keep the horses temporarily if it comes to that. So we're not going to be homeless, and God won't let us be homeless. But we won't actually have a home. We won't have a place to operate our nonprofit, which is what we've been working so hard to get going for the past two years. There's no rental properties around that we can find. There's no properties that have remotely enough space for our family and the space that we need for a nonprofit that even comes close to the amount that we would qualify to purchase. My business isn't even a year old, so any money that comes in, it isn't considered when it comes to the qualification for the loan. My husband makes decent money and he gets VA compensation from being a veteran, but it's not enough. We're stuck. If we were to purchase a property with the way property costs have increased out here, it would either just be land and that's it, no home, or it would be a trailer or a mobile home that just wouldn't fit our family. We could get a decent home in a subdivision, but then that means no place for a nonprofit to operate. So that's where we are. That's the facts. If we're looking in the natural, that's what you can see. Well, last week, (laughs) I did what I tell you all not to do. I just ruminated on all of these things that I just told you. I ruminated on it. I focused on what I could see in the natural. I went through our situation over and over and over in my head. I complained to God. I threw a pity party and I just, I just let our situation get to me. And it really got to me. But it didn't just get to me though. I wasn't myself. It messed with me. My husband would come home from work. Are you okay, babe? You seem down. I complained. I spoke words of defeat and it really got me nowhere. Well, you know what? When you're in a place where you have set your sights on God, you are headed in the right direction and you're in tune with the Holy Spirit. It doesn't take much for him to snap you out of it. Say, hey, come on, focus on me. That's what happened to me. God is so good. I get teary-eyed just talking about it. I'm so glad this isn't video because you would see me crying right now. God brought me multiple people with house testimonies. I have never heard so many stories of God's faithfulness in providing a home. And not just a home, but amazing home for these people. Friends that wouldn't have had the home that they have if it weren't for God working in their situation. But the one story that really hit me hard I want to share with you. It was one that my grandma told me. One reason it hit hard, I think, is because I have never heard the story before. You know, when people grow old, oftentimes they tell stories over and over, and you just kind of nod and you listen. (laughs) Well, that's my grandma. She's so sweet. She's so amazing. And she's had amazing things happen in her life that many stories are great reminders of God's faithfulness. Even if I've already heard them, it's a great reminder. But as she was talking, I realized this was one that I haven't heard, which is rare. I had no idea where the story was going. I thought she was just talking, but then it happened. I felt God tap me on the shoulder and whisper, this one's for you. This one's for you, daughter. So I leaned in closer. The home I have heard so many stories about, my mom and aunts and uncles, they grew up in it. The beautiful big white house they talk so much about. I never heard how they got it. I'll give you the quick version of the story. 
So my grandma and grandpa and their seven kids were living in a small parsonage with very little room for all of them. And then across the street, this is what my grandma told me, across the street, there was a big, beautiful home that my grandma just loved. And there was just one man that lived there. So she prayed and she said, God, that's one man living in a very big house. When he's done with that home, I would really like to have it. Well, guess what? One day, this man came over and knocked on their door and said, I'm done with my home. It's just too big for me. Would you like to have it? Oh my gosh. Wow, God is so good. People say that all the time. That infamous thing that they do in churches sometimes, God is good. And then everybody says all the time, God is good all the time. It's so true. But it's become something we just say. Over the week, I had my long, drawn-out pity party, and God sent countless people to remind me of his goodness. Even the messages at church, they just pulled on my gut. They were so directed towards me and reminding me of his goodness. You know, when you're listening to a message and the preacher is speaking and you're like, wow, he's speaking right to me. That's what every single message was. I know his goodness. I have seen it over and over time and time again in my life. When you truly experience his goodness, it's not just a thing that you say anymore. It is something that you say that it really comes from deep in your spirit. He is good. And when I talk about his goodness, it pulls tears to my eyes. And it makes me want to cry, not because I'm sad, but because I am so thankful but because he truly is good. And I just know it deep inside me. I know he is good because I have experienced it firsthand. I've seen it in people around me, but I have seen it in my own life and in my family. He is good. And I know it deep down inside of me. He jolted me out of my pity party pretty quick. And I set my sights back on the goodness of God. When you're focused on him, when you're focused on his truth, it doesn't matter what your situation is. You could be facing moving out of a home set to be homeless. You may not know where your next meal is coming from. Like the widow mother in the Bible who she just had a little oil and flour left. It's in 1 Kings 17. If you're praying for God's provision, go read that story. The prophet Elijah asks her for a piece of bread. She uses all that she has left, the little bit of flour and the little bit of oil that she has. And she makes some bread for him. And because of her faithfulness, her provisions of flour and oil were promised to never run out. She knew the goodness of God, not just in her mind, but deep in her soul. She really, really knew. That's how it is when you experience his goodness. You won't be able to doubt that he will come through for you no matter how dire the situation may seem. You may have had a few days of a pity party and grumbling, like I did, but even in that, I still didn't doubt. I just wanted to wallow in my situation because I wanted to feel bad. Have you ever gotten in that place where you just, things aren't going well and you just want to throw that pity party, you want to wallow in it because in the moment, you feel like you deserve it. But you don't. You don't deserve it. Because God is good and he has something better for you. 
So I just wanted to wallow in my situation, but that does no good. But right there, that shows how good God is. He cared so much about me that he sent people to me to share testimonies, to remind me, to snap me out of it so I can remember to rest and trust in him. When you focus on the facts of the situation that you're in, everything that you can see in the natural, you're forgetting that God is not in a box. He doesn't live in the natural. Those facts that make it seem like it's hopeless, that make it seem like there's no way out, God is sitting there seeing the same things you are, trying to get your attention to tell you, hey, mama, those facts mean nothing to me. All they mean is you're going to have an amazing testimony. All they mean is you are going to learn just how good I am. You are going to see just how miraculous I am. Those things that make it seem hopeless. It just means it's going to show my glory that much more. That's what God's saying. God truly is a good God. When you experience his goodness, it's no longer just a phrase we say in church. God is good all the time. It gets your heart pumping. And it gets you excited every time you say it because you know deep down what it means to say he is good. I want to leave you with this verse, Psalms 34, 4 through 8. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Taste and see. When you taste something, it hits a sense that triggers brainwaves in your mind in a different way. It creates a strong memory and it causes you to understand in a whole new way. I want you to imagine an ice cream cone. Someone can tell you it tastes delicious. It's rich and creamy and chocolatey. Oh, it's so good. Okay, you hear that. You can imagine it. Your mouth is going to start to water because you're thinking about how this must taste. Oh, I can't wait to taste it. I'm so excited. This is going to be delicious. You can imagine it. but You don't really understand what that description means until you actually get a taste of it for yourself. But then you taste it. And oh my goodness, it is so good. That's what God's goodness is. You can hear how good he is, but until you really taste it for yourself, you don't truly know. But when you get that taste of his goodness, oh, it's so good. You understand it in a whole new way and you can't deny it and you want everybody to know how good he is. Trust God. Trust his goodness. What situation are you in right now? Trust in his goodness. When you are out of this, you are going to know, like really know, deep down know how good God is because you are going to get a taste for yourself and you will truly know. God, thank you for your constant provision for us. Thank you that you have a plan for our lives. Thank you for the mama listening right now, that whatever situation she is in, she is going to be able to see your goodness in this, that when she comes out of this situation, 
She is going to be able to say, I have tasted God's goodness. I know how good he is deep down in my soul. He is good. And she will truly know how good you are because of your constant provision, because of your faithfulness, no matter the situation. God, we don't want to put you in a box. We want to be able to see things that are in the natural and know you do not work in the natural. You work in the spiritual and you are miraculous. So thank you, God, that we are going to see that through every situation we are walking through. In your name, amen. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.